episode rewatch of Breaking Bad. I'm Talia Ripley. And I'm Ethan Crane. In this podcast we try to unpick why this TV series was widely regarded as one of the greatest ever. As ever in our podcast we have lots and lots of spoilers um, and we discuss all the way through to the end of the, the um, whole series. So if you haven't yet seen all five seasons of Breaking Bad, go and watch them first. And then come back and listen to it. Not all in one go, that would really be too much. Please do them bit by bit. Yeah. Yeah. In this episode, we're going to discuss, I have written it down, 7.37. In fact, we've already discussed it. Um, 7.37, which is episode one of season two. Um, We're already in season two. So in this, we've had a long old chat and we talk a lot about the step up in pace um, and all the extra pressure that's on Walt at the moment. We also talk about Hank and how he's supporting the shit out of his wife, and the joy of illegal, illicit chemistry montages. Hope you enjoy it. Bye. So, as usual, before we start the discussion of the programme, quick um, summary of what happened in this episode, for those who haven't just watched it. So, this season, first episode of season two, episode uh, opens with uh, the very end of season one with... um, Jesse and Walt uh, completing a deal with Tuco in the junkyard and they see just how violent he, he can become when he kills his lieutenant Nodos and after that Walt and Jesse get very paranoid that um, Tuco might be out to kill them Walt sees an ominous black SUV outside of his house Jesse comes up with a plan that they're gonna, they should shoot Tuco before he gets to them but Walt devises a more clandestine plan using ricin then Panic sets in when they think that um, Tuco has actually been killing off the other associate who was a witness to the murder because Hank is at the, Hank is at the crime scene and sends them a photo of um, Gonzo as well as uh, Nodos being killed. Um, Hank reviews the security footage of the warehouse break-in that Walt and Jesse did at the end of the last last series um, without without obviously without realizing it's Walt and Jesse. Um, and um, Hank and Skylar have a conversation about Marie's shoplifting and Skylar learns that uh, Marie is getting therapy for kleptomania and uh, right at the end of this episode Tuco kidnaps both Jesse and Walt and there we have it cool thank you now I say did it ever occur to you any time when you first watched this program or rewatch how convenient it is that Walt, uh, at least convenient for the plot, that Walt's brother-in-law is a DEA agent. Convenient in what way? What do you well, mean convenient? It seems, you know, it's it's kind of just almost too handy. I mean, I only ask it because I never before thought it. It isn't something that I thought was a plot contrivance. Well, you mean convenient like in the way that he can send them photos of a crime yeah, scene so and stuff like that? he's there. He knows all about it. He's hearing things. Um, I mean, also, of course, he brought him well into the whole drug world in some ways, didn't he? 
Well, that's that's the reason why the reason why it doesn't feel contrived to me. Yeah, really. no, because, no, I think um, so. Yeah, but I just I just thought it was lovely. It's it's lovely that it doesn't feel contrived. Yeah, but I was just thinking how it fitted in. It was so important to the plot, wasn't it? That 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 they had this insider information about the the murders, and you know that that, that he was found, and. Um, you know, and then having that found, picture, sorry. well, that um, no dose was found. Yes, um, and then that you know that the the, uh, the other guy Gomez Gonzo. as well, Gonzo, Gonzo. yeah, um, that he was he was there to, with with him as well. Because the discovery of Gonzo makes Jesse and Walt believe that Tuka is going around killing yeah, all the witnesses yeah, to the murder. Yeah, completely. However, however, do you do you think it credible that a DE agent, even one a sort of like Galumphing and kind of, um, I don't know, manly and on the nose as, as Hank would actually send photos to his brother-in-law of a yeah, crime scene like that. That was a kind of a thing, wasn't it? That is a kind of crappy thing. We've we've seen a lot of Hanks. Um, yeah, doing that kind of thing. Pretty crappy. To be honest, yeah. I don't mind that at all. In this episode, because this episode is brilliant. It's it it? such yeah. a good episode. It's, it's yeah. kind of quite. It feels like a real step up from the first season. I thought. What, um, in gen the first season yeah. in general? Yeah, I think so. It just feels, um, it feels like there's no sort of loose ends to, 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 to the plotting this week. It didn't feel, felt very, very focused. Yeah, well, um, when we, we discussed last time, didn't we, how we felt that the loose ends were slightly the result of the writer's strike. But, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, but in, just in general, and all, you don't have any, there aren't any characters that just seem a little bit overblown or excessive. He feels everybody feels like they're acting, you know, I believe everybody's motivations. Yes. Um, yeah. I haven't got you know, I haven't got any big queries with it, any big problems with it. No. Like, nobody thinking, oh, that was okay with that. It just feels a lot slicker. I've fact I've got nothing but admiration for the whole kind of like all the plot devices used in this to get yeah. the story going and it's just, it's incredible. Yeah. It works very well. It yeah. just feels and it just moves them towards that that sort of you know the the grim ending. Well, should we should we talk away. about the the great plot devices in this? Really, I mean, mm. yes. Um, so, I mean, the, the 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 very opening scene really after it's sort of carried on continually continuing on from the end of season one with the death of of No Dose really, and then Jesse and Walt go back to the car, and the the immediate kind of like thing is Walt's going. How much money do I need? Yes. How much money do I need? How much? How many? How many more drug deals do I have yeah. to do? Do I have to? How many more yeah. times do I have to deal with Tuco yeah. and all this? And I think and, it, it also demonstrated his character and how it's kind of distinct from Jesse, didn't it? Because Jesse, Jesse is is really affected, just horribly affected. Just like you feel if it was just Jesse and like one of his mates, like Badger, they'd just go like just freak out, fuck this man, <laughs> yeah. and get out of there and, yeah. and move to Mexico with what money they had. Well. Is just he's got that clinicalness, that coldness. Yeah. He's got that objective. He's he's obviously shocked. He's horrified, but he's trying to rationalise. Whereas Jesse's still sitting next to him, kind of still really freaking out, isn't yeah. he? Kind of like yeah. shaking and like yeah, yeah. No, that's that's right. And um, so of course this is called this episode is called seven thirty seven, isn't it? And like comes up with this calculation of seven hundred thirty seven thousand dollars is what he needs. Yeah. And I love the yeah. fact he comes up with that because it it really hit home to us exactly what he needs to do now, yes. doesn't it? And he has, yeah. like, he calculates, oh, 11 drug deals, okay, I'll do 11 more yes. drug deals. Yeah. It seems quite, so he's really thinking, I'm going to have enough money to 
completely provide for Sky that that's his objective. That big list he went through, he was like, college education for the two of them, and then like monthly expenditure for like doing all his head, calculating it all. Yeah. He's obviously, he's quite good at, he's he's brilliant at maths and things like that. And and it's probably very reassuring for him. It just makes him feel better doing something like that. Yes. Yeah. But like like you say, it's his cold calculating mind manages to do that, even though they've just been witness to this horrendous yeah. beating yes. or a murder essentially that he's, he's given what did, you, what did you think of the scene where where they um so it you know they they then stopped by tuco as he drags you know he's saying you know he expects him to do something to save this guy's life as well yeah i was just thinking oh no please let them get out of there <laughs> yes. because it's horrible isn't it you're just you're just feeling their kind of Every, every time Walt says something, you just think Tuca could go off, you know, when the... And once, you know, once again, Tuca, I can't, I don't know, I can't remember the actor's name, but the performance of Tuco is just amazing. He's just, he's just the scariest bad guy ever, he's, isn't he? He's, he's just, scary, isn't and he? And some of the, some of the great things he, he does, like they repeat, this is in the repeat of the end of season one, where he's going, um, he'll be, he'll be like, in that really kind of like tense moment, he'll just go, next time till next time kind of thing with this little kind of like easygoing comment yeah. at the end of it it's yeah. even scarier for all that so because jesse when he's thinking back to that scene saying like you're done or something he says yeah like i didn't catch it at the time so i don't recall i didn't go back and watch it i assume that's jesse's paranoia more than tuco actually meaning some implication of like oh, you're done. oh no no i think he, he's think referring to he's referring to um the bit that's not no wasn't at the end of um, season one. It was the repeat after mm. after um, Gonzo's trying to grab um, drag No Dose's body yeah. under the yeah, car. Yeah, no, no, that's yeah. And they're they're backing away to get in their yes. car, and then um, Tuka comes up to them, stands right in front of their faces, and just goes, "You're done," kind of thing. And Jesse takes okay. that as meaning as meaning. You're next, really, doesn't he? By the time he's paranoid, he's got the best of him back in right. his house. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't. I no. Okay. I do recall that bit. I just thought he meant it as you know, as as just a light. You're done. You can go now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think he did. You yeah. think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he did. So that was Jesse's but paranoia. Jess, yeah, and, and understandable paranoia. Yeah. I think. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I say, what I did really like as well is it's great to see some like pathetic attempts at CPR that don't work because <laughs> so often you see CPR in in. You know, in programs, it's demonstrating it. There's just a few good, you know, chest pumps, and you'll get this person up and running. And I love the fact that Tuco goes, Come on, breathe into his mouth, and Walt goes, They don't do that anymore. They don't teach (laughs) it anymore. And and then Jesse's almost going to do it, and you can see Walt. Yeah, and you think Walt probably will know about this because, probably, as a teacher at the chemistry Institute, you probably do have to know um, first day. Yeah, a little bit, but probably not that one, not that. But you know how, you know, if you're doing any job where you're required to learn first day, you have to learn it over and over again, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um... yes, but going going back to the um, just the the brilliance of everyone's story being so credible, you're not doubting anyone's motives. So, first of all, we have this thing of you know, we'll go, okay, I need $737,000, mm. 11 more drug deals. But then that doesn't even really turn out to be the main driving force of the Amephison. We move on to something even more kind of like mm. gruesome with the fact that Jesse and Walt begin to believe that Tuco's out to kill them. And yeah. in a way, the money side of it's forgotten. That was plenty of enough of a motive to yes. get through. But no, they just jump yeah, into a no, whole new get... thing. Yeah, Which, because you could yeah. see initially, like I was trying to vaguely remember how it went between them and Tuco. And I was thinking that there was just, 
you know, you can see him initially, there's going to be a problem here. This guy's mad, you know, yeah. so at some point in these drug deals, something go wrong. They're not going to get so to do, fast. they're not going to get to do like, even like three of them or something. No, no, yeah. it just really jumps immediately and very believably into yeah. this. And, this and by the end of the episode, he's kidnapped them. And, yeah. And then yeah. we, and we can remember what happens in the next episode. Vaguely, but but so. that's it. That's like Tuco's kind of like here. And I mean, he's only been in for, like what was he? He was in the last two episodes yep. of the yeah. first season, sure. yeah. and he's in the first two episodes of season two. And as this is a spoiler-free one, we know that in the next, either the next episode or the one after, he's shot by Hank, isn't he? So that's it. God, I know he's. Is it that scene? I can't believe he's only just in a and few so he's episodes. He's in five episodes altogether. He's this massive character, isn't he? Yeah. He's brilliant. He's none of the other bad guys really live up to Tuco's. As well, far as like let's see. badassness let's, let's, goes, let's they? wait till we get there. I mean, he's certainly the most upfront macho yeah. kind of terrifying. But I, I mean, I, I love I love him. He's, he's yeah. like he's one of my favourite characters. He's so good. He yeah. is very good. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah. Um, no, and what I mean, what about the other pressure as well on Walt, which is just from Skylar? What Skylar just wondering what the hell he's doing? Yeah. So, yeah. What do you, What do you think she does think he's doing at this, at this point? What with him being... No, I was trying to think what... I don't think that she would think he was having an affair. No. Although that's always a vague possibility when you've got a partner who's disappearing for long periods of time. Um, do you remember when he, they were... When um, her and Walt, Skyler and Walt and Walt Jr. were all going to, like, the sort of, like, the family therapy classes yeah. a couple of episodes ago? And Walt was saying about how he liked to go for walks in, yeah, in, in the, the desert sort of thing and using yeah. that as a cover-up for him going to cook with yeah, Jesse whatever. Yeah. I don't think Skylar's buying that anymore, is she? He's kind no, of, yeah. I don't think so. But, I mean, I suppose she might be thinking he's going completely insane. And Plus we have the really it. rather nasty sort of, like, attempt to have sex with her near yeah. the beginning, don't we? I, mean, I, re I, I, I really like that scene. I like the way it was played in, in... Because we've seen before how he kind of made approaches to her at the, the parent-teacher's thing, yeah. and that went down well, and she liked that. And, and other times when he's just sort of, like... Um, come up behind her in bed and stuff, hasn't it? And she's yeah, kind of enjoyed that. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there's yeah. times when it's been, but that was I like the way that he was. You know, she obviously, you know, she very blatantly says, "No, stop, stop that." In a nice way, but stop, yeah. stop. You know, and then gets yeah, really pushes it to that point of it being. I was r really glad that didn't kind of what didn't get what he wanted in that scene. So it would be really kind of uncomfortable, wouldn't it? I think yeah. it's like it was. You know, I'm really glad it's kind of stopped it. But it makes you think, what's what's going on with with Walt? How did he? You know, what? How is he getting to this point of 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 uh, not almost breaking his wife? Yeah, and just yeah. yeah, just not picking up the signals. Well, I, what state of mind is he in? Yeah. But it's believable. I found yeah, yeah, it believable no, that he was in that. Yeah. And I didn't feel well. I was a bit. <coughs> it's, it's pretty distressing scene. It's quite horrible and upsetting, but. Um, Oh, I mean, you know, obviously my sympathies are with Skylar, but also I don't feel completely angry at Walt because you can kind of understand where he's coming, why he's he's got to that point. It's it's almost like a sort of refrain of the of the sex scene at the end of the first episode, I think, isn't it? When he he comes back from having done the very first cook in the RV in in the first um, episode of the first season, yeah, and and gets into bed with Skylar and has sex with Skylar, and she's like, oh "My God, I don't even yeah, recognise you," great. kind of thing. And it's almost like he's trying to repeat, sort of like to sort of the 
it's not so much a thrill of like the meth cook here. This is almost like a, a dark thrill of the fact that he's just seen someone beaten to death, really. And he's trying, almost trying to get it out of his system by so, by having sex with Skylar, and it, it's obviously just not working. Yeah. You know, and it's not kind of he's trying to do something which is just not gonna not yeah. gonna do it for him, and obviously fails miserably. Yeah, but I, I quite like. Um, I thought it was just very, you know, a kind of. I think, I think it's fair, I suppose, to call it sexual assault. Isn't it feels it? like it, really, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And it, I thought it was a good, sort of accurate, you know, rendering of it. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, a kind of view. domestic. Yeah. Woman. I yeah. found her wearing the strange green face paint a little bit weird. I, I kind of liked, I felt that was the sort of like, it was trying to impress extreme domesticity upon the situation, sort of like, so this is what Walt would see after coming back from this murder that he's just witnessed basically coming right. back to his yeah. pregnant wife with all this kind of like beauty treatment stuff on it's sort yeah. of like a really extreme form of domesticity and it gave yeah. that you know physical um uh splodge of green, splodge on, the, of green on the fridge, fridge yeah, yeah the Walt junior sees yeah, yeah, yeah. and what was what was Walt junior up to at the moment though? i wasn't really, really sure he's just staying out late with friends i don't and stuff, know yeah i assumed yeah. i didn't think there was supposed to be any kind of big uh uh, worrying signs about that. I assumed it was just that, um, you know, he's being teenagerish and hanging out, and but maybe a bit pissed off with his parents. Yeah, as he has been generally. But um, yeah, no, I thought it was quite good. Yeah. What did you think? What do you think? Because we talked a little bit about Hank, but um, and his behaviour this week. But I was just going to say that I, I, uh, I really like quite mostly, apart from a few things, really liked Hank again um well, really we, well the thing we just talked about about him taking the photos and going to the walls of the crime yes. scene that was a bit <laughs> that's kind of like crappy old hank that i you know is yeah. a bit of a tosser yeah but things like i like his sort of pretty good police work <laughs> so he's when he watches this the video of um Walton jesse Walton jesse yeah which is a great enjoyable thing isn't it because he kind of we've forgotten about that now but yeah um you know, you think, oh yeah, that's still there. That's it's an ongoing sort of police issue, and it, it's you know wonderful to watch it with a kind of irony of knowing we know who it is and he doesn't know who it is, but he's, he's quite on the ball of thinking. Okay, yeah, so these guys they know their stuff, they know their chemistry. Yeah. There's quite be. a few scenes like that all the way through, aren't there? Where with Hank doing some pretty damn fine police procedural yeah. work, and and I think you really get quite a kick out of that. Don't yeah, you, watching even it, though he seems like a complete idiot, I think uh... it kind of gives you this idea that yes, he's this very experienced policeman, really, isn't he? Who really knows yeah. his stuff. Like he knows his stuff. He knows him, the yeah. old. And we're talking about nobody's cooked with that with that biker style mess. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would love. I don't know. I, I'm not sure either. There's two possibilities. I think I was going to say something else before, but. Either this is so well researched and they know all these details, or they're just making it up. You know, the writers are making it up, and I, I think either of them are fine. And I think if anything, I'd rather they were just making it up. I, I like the idea of biker style, old style meth. I what I really want is to not find out. I no, don't want to know no, no, where, really no. whether it's. I don't really uh, want to know. But I've got a feeling it's probably true though. Actually, I've got a feeling. Okay. I've. I, I don't know. I have no knowledge on whether it is or not, but. I just just going on how you feel about the rest of the truth of the rest of you know the things like about the actual meth cooks and that sort of thing. I reckon okay. they probably it's the sort of thing which wouldn't be hard to, to find out so. really, would it? It's oh, like yeah. you can make up anything you like around sure, the sure, cooking sure, methods. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he's also he's also the one who when he's uh, goes to find and he does send the stupid photograph of them the murder victims. 
but he also can tell there's something a bit weird about Gonzo's death. The other guy, and he can, you know, he knows there's yeah. something. Yeah, he, he looks at it and immediately can sort of like tell the situation, analyse yeah. the situation, yeah, yeah, know yeah. what's going on. Yeah, it's pretty good. But my favourite bit is just when he goes over to Skylar. Oh, yeah. He's so awkward. And he's, because there's part of me was, I mean, is just thinking, I mean, I know he's not so much, he's not on Walt's tail at this point at all, but yeah. there's a little bit of me. I think when I first watched this, thought, does he know something? Is he kind of trying to probe Skylar? Is that why he's nervous at the door and why is he talking to Skylar? Oh, okay. I, what, is that, you mean the first time you watched yeah, it? Yeah, the first that? time I watched it. Okay. Um, so I certainly didn't think that no. this time, yeah. But obviously he's there trying to patch things up with his, you know, his wife and his sister-in-law. And he's so rubbish at stuff like that. But um, I think that bit when Skylar's like so angry and like, you know, saying, you know, she, she shoplifted and, it, you know, it's obvious that he knows all about Marie shoplifting. And Skylar's even more cross with she's him, the fact that he knows. Furious. But then she's, I love him saying, we just got to support the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, support the shit out of her. That's, that's kind of like, yeah, I'm going to be behind her all the way. This is just what we got to do. And, and it's kind Hank, of like... And Hank does this amazing expression when Skylar's like on the round. He's kind of like... He's kind of like backing away from her slightly, but also trying to smile at the same time. This is an awful expression on his face. It's wonderful. It's really wonderful acting. I just love his, yeah, his absolute, you know, fear. Well, just of Skylar's emotions. Yeah. He just is, is I'm, I'm married to one of these sisters and she's gone mad and now, I'm, yeah. now the other one's going mad on me as well. On me and I don't know what to do. So uh, we, we weren't aware, were we, that... Um, uh, Marie was going for counselling for a kleptomanian before and certainly weren't aware that Hank knew either, were we? Uh, what, in previous episodes? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's the first time that's, that's discussed. And, yeah. and it's just really nice the way they drop that in. So she's going, he's sort of just saying, hang on a minute, haven't you missed something? You're meeting up with, you know, he just says meeting up with Dave. Dave, yeah. And I think it's really helping you meeting up with Dave. You, you know, it's... It's really crediting the viewer with quite a lot of sense to be able to try and work out what. But we got kind of got that, didn't we? Just from that. We kind of got that from just that, and then he fills it in a little bit more when he talks to Skylar, and and then just all makes sense. And it's just it's really confident writing. Yeah, yeah, crediting the intelligence of the of the viewer. Yeah, and and so part that you be thinking they probably the writers are probably thinking, well, yeah, some people might get it just at the mention of. Are you going to see this guy Dave? Just the, what his name is and the way they're talking about it—that it's uh, and especially the way that Marie kind of like fobs it off and tries to make out she's not having anything to do with it. Mm, mm. But then, then yeah, it's just to clear it up. You sort of like just clarify it a bit more for Dan. Yeah. yeah, really good. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. So the other the other thing about that conversation between Hank and Skylar was that did you hit the line where she's where in the middle of her big rant she says. I'm the fucking almost 40-year-old one with the surprise nice baby. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yes. I I wasn't really aware that it was a surprise baby before that point. I don't think it had been made as clear as that, had it? No. Like, we're kind of of the opinion that Walton and Skylar sort of planned to have this baby. You think? Yeah. Um, I th Certainly because they'd never seemed, they'd always seemed completely positive about it and completely perky. Which, but, of course, anyone would be, but, regardless was, of whether it's a surprise or not. Yeah. yeah, and I think by the time, especially because we've seen her in, you know, we've seen her from, like, the middle, like, the late post, past week 20 or so, so yeah. said, well, long enough, you know, half more than halfway there, <laughs> so they've got their heads around it, and people are pretty, especially publicly, they're always positive about pregnancies, aren't they? Um, unless, apart from, like, that 
that point when she's under sort of really dire stress. Um, and so I don't know if the writers hadn't really decided if it was. Yeah, I quite like I quite like the idea that they just dropped that in there as a kind of you know an extra yeah, extra twist in a way like. They had before they wrote that line of dialogue. They weren't really aware it was a surprise baby either. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe but not. It, in a, but in doing so, it makes us cast back and reconfigure Wharton Skyler's relationship before the, before the whole story started, doesn't it? And you're thinking, and you're kind of imagining the conversation they might have had about the fact that Skyler's almost, you know, Skyler's almost forty, and they have another child who's. 16 and like mm. uh, there's this massive age gap between them yeah and, it must yeah. have been a, a you know and and you know they would had a lot of health problems with the first, i mean there's all sorts of things that you think yeah, yeah that must have been a really really big deal um yeah. when she found out and did she consider you know terminating the pregnancy and all, all sorts of things really yeah. um and and it makes it yeah her position that much more grim really to have this baby in the way that she didn't ever particularly plan or want yeah but in, in a way it's a kind of example of really great writing somewhere isn't it just by that one phrase surprise baby yeah it makes uh um the audience's mind flick back through all the sort of like the permutations of what's gone on before and you're thinking back about all the stuff yeah. that might have brought us up to that point and, and it yeah. sort of resets your your views about Skyler yeah. as well with just and, two and words what basically. she's going through too <laughs> yeah and I think it serves as a good public message because obviously, you know, women can be fertile into their 40s. Yes. Um, you should always watch out for these things. I'm sure we've, um, well, if, it, if it's not clear by now, it probably is that uh, Talia is actually a midwife. So if there's lots of midwifery related comments, you already understand why. <laughs> public health messages. Yeah. Um, so well, another thing I, I love from that scene was... Um, probably the most ineffectual hug I've ever seen oh, someone give up that hank with Skylar. Yeah, <laughs> He's like barely that. touching her at all with <laughs> his arms. So he not hasn't moved any closer to her. <laughs> oh, he was so uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. That's great. What did you think about Skylar this week? Because, I mean, you know, poor Skylar does have a bad, a bad session. She's, you know, she's got that, that you know, that discussion. She's obviously upset with her sister and <laughs> all those things come out that she's really stressed about Gen um, generally she gets assaulted by her husband yes absolutely um and like when we see her at the end when she's in the bath um just before so she's got all the candles out she's obviously had a hard day and she's sort of giving herself a bath and her so her really quite pained pained worried look she gives Walt when Walt's sending on, sitting on the end of the bath she really has no idea what's going on then he just leaves the room doesn't he as well like just before oh. he's to go outside and get kidnapped by Tuco just when he takes and you're left for. thinking what the hell is Skylar going to be doing now she's still in the bath for god's sake yeah, yeah. I can't I can't remember what um how Walt gets away with that when he comes oh no I do remember I that I actually. Do remember. Yeah, but let's it's let's very it. slender and let's leave it till we get there yes but, um, I do remember that um but um Yes, yeah, so what do you think about Skylar in a sec? I, I, I think you mentioned it a couple of episodes ago that if it feels like the writers are in a way using Skylar slightly as a punching bag, like to to yeah. mould the story in a way yeah. that, that suits what we want to happen to Walt. Yes, and I thought, but I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't agree with any of the stuff about her being a. A poor character. I, I love Skylar's character really because she's the 
she's the sort of grounding domestic setting that Walt's trying to get mm. back to. I mean, it's, it's what Walt wants to return to, really, isn't it? He wants to return to being like Skylar is, but obviously has loads of problems. My, my only problem with Skylar in this episode was the... Um, sometimes she's just... She just seems slightly out of kilter moralising, I think. Like, like yes. when she was when she was sort of like seemed really kind of irate with Hank for yeah. the fact that he had known about Marie having yeah. therapy and, and she's like, Marie had been shoplifting. It's kind of like, you think she'd be just a little bit cooler about it somehow, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, you think, you know, yes, she does often talk about things like that as if this is like an absolutely... Um, and it's kind of funny that she's getting so upset about her sister shopping yeah. when her husband's cooking meth in massive quantities. And, and being witness to various brutal murders, yeah, yes. Yeah. But, I, um, I, but, I think but the, no, I know I do agree with what you're saying, though, yeah. that she does, I, and I don't know if that's in the writing or in, or in the acting, but it is just occasionally... I don't think it's the acting, I think it is the writing. I think... I think the writers are slightly unsure about how they're using Skylar, really. Yeah. They're not sure... They're kind of slightly flipped between this more moral wifey person and this slightly cooler, kookier wife mm. who actually suits the purposes of the story much better in some way. Like the bits where um, she she thought that um, Walt was smoking dope and then was talking about talking about it in ways that she wasn't really that bothered about smoking dope in some ways. Yeah, sure, she was, but she was she, she was reasonably comfortable with it. She was not yeah. really comfortable, but she was accepting it and just trying to find out a bit more about it. And Plus, we, we kind of know that in in the as we go further along in the story that Skylar's, um is herself capable of some very morally murky murky decisions in, in what goes on yeah. and and yeah. you kind of think well she so she needs to have a certain edge about her in order for that to be believable and it doesn't somehow that that believability that she'd do that doesn't quite fit with the extreme moralizing yeah, yeah, of this. extremely kind yeah. of well this is right and that, that that's wrong and yeah. but you know what i loved her line about her spoiled kleptomaniac bitch sister <laughs> that's a lot of history there isn't there that's I was, it was great. What do you think the spoilt bit is about then? Where do you think that's coming from? I don't know. Is yeah. it, have we ever worked out if she's young, younger or older than Marie? I feel I'm she's, sure. I feel Skylar's younger than Marie somehow, but no, I don't think sure. we've ever been told, no, been no, told okay. that. I'm not sure, but I just wonder if she's old. I don't know, you just feel there's a lot of history that she just feels. Obviously Marie and Hank are a lot more comfortably. Yeah, I um, mean they have a bigger house well, it's not a big house but there's a big absurdly large house <laughs> yeah. with with phones that they can just talk at <laughs> yeah. which is quite nice yes um but yeah yeah I, I mean that's again it's just one of those things where there's a hell of a lot of stuff about you know it's not she's not saying oh all the times when i was growing up and my sister would do this and you're not getting loads and loads of rather dull dialogue about their history you're just getting one spat out line that gives you this great idea about their relationship but yes um, yes i did like that but yeah yeah i agree i didn't i didn't completely skylar was probably not 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 um not the best skylar i've seen anyway this week oh oh yeah but certainly not the worst either there's um i mean well what are we talking what's best anyway, and worst for skylar I, what are we talking you about? Know. We just have to. Yeah. Oh, somebody forgot to turn their phone. Yes, off. I forgot to turn my phone off. Down. I'm just turning off now. There, there we go. go. Turn off. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. That's that's enough, Skylar. Yeah. Um, what did you think of that first opening scene 
as well. Yes, yeah, yeah we should beginning. talk about that, shouldn't we? Because um, we've we've said before, haven't we, of, about the um, Vince Gilligan, or at least this, this series, um, the ploy of putting a scene from the middle of an episode or even the middle of a season, like at the beginning, yeah, at the yeah, beginning yeah. of the episode. And this is taking it that's one step further, isn't it? We know that this is actually a scene from yeah. the very end of this season. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, if, and, and again, obviously, yeah. as we say, we always use spoilers, but I think it is, it's quite good to look at it and think about what that represents later on because it's the the, the remnants of the... Um, of the air crash. The air crash. Yes. Crash, air craft crash yes um which for which and again and again we, we're not we're not just spoiling it but we're spoiling it inaccurately because i don't completely remember the back well i remember mostly but essentially they're implicated aren't they so we can to some extent blame walt in some weird and indirect way for that plane crash can't we yes let's you know no no, no walt is very much implicated in that plane crash he's right. it's his his fault essentially very much so okay i mean do you want a reminder of why because he allows Jesse's girlfriend to die and Jesse's girlfriend's dad is the air traffic controller supposedly in charge of air yes, traffic control yes. at night and that's why the plane crashed. See, I remember that but I'd call that damnly incorrect. I'd say that's not particularly indirect, you know, that's not massively directly accountable for. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, if it hadn't been for, that would not have happened if it hadn't been for what If Walt had helped um, Jesse's girlfriend Jane live, that right. plane crash would not have happened. Okay, fair enough. I mean, we yeah. could argue about We could argue about that, yes. I think that's but, okay. um, but, pedantic. but, okay, <laughs> what you're saying is my use of the word indirectly is, is a little bit wrong. Oh, you said it was directly. Any, anyway. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> That's his responsibility. That, however you want to describe that. Yes. Indirectly responsible. Um, uh, yes, anyway, obviously that's a massive thing and that's, um, you know, now it's it's great rewatching it. I think it still works so well, and it works again even stronger. I mean, I think probably the first time I watched it, of course, I was just a little bit freaked out at the weird. Well, you had no idea what, what that was. No, I've got a feeling, and I might I might be wrong, so I'm going to apologise now. But don't they sort of repeat <laughs> the imagery at the beginning of every episode of yeah, the season? Yeah, I think, I think they? they do, yeah. and it just gets more confusing because yeah. you still don't know what it's about. So really. the imagery of the the eye and the swing yeah. and, and pink toy. Yeah. yeah, I think so. So you just know it's important, but you've no idea why. What what it did make me think was. Um, uh, because I remember when we were listening, when we watched it the first time, and we were listening to um, a writers' room discussion about how they wrote the final season. And huh? do you remember in the final season they had the at the very beginning of the final season you have uh, walk open the car boot and you yes, see a machine yes, gun yes, in there. Yes. But they said in the writers' room they didn't know how they were going to use the machine gun in the final episode. You know, they, even though they did that, they put that in there in the first episode of the final season, didn't know how they were going to use yeah. it at the end. I find that amazing. But, but... this sh- this shows showing this um, this pink toy in the eyeball in the swimming pool, they must have a clear picture of where they're going with this, can't they? You can't... You can't Man, um... I hope so. They didn't just think, <laughs> we'll just have this wacky kind of montage <laughs> and you guys are just going to have to work it out. Yeah. No, no. no, no wonder. And we've got to make sure Walt's directly or indirectly accountable for it. <laughs> 
somehow. No, uh, machine gun's one thing. Machine gun's fairly kind of like, you, you know, use usable as a plot, plot yeah. device. But the pink cuddly toy is not, no. is it? But it's good because I'm pretty damn sure the first time I watched it, then I was thinking this has got to. It's a cuddly toy. It's got to relate to the baby. It's going to relate to something. Right, okay. Oh, I didn't, you know I, that wasn't, I don't remember having that idea the first oh, okay. time around. I just remember being weirded out by babies. it. When it kind of, it felt like a bit of a sort of a, don't look now reference or something didn't it you know yeah. like the 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 child or the in the red coat and yes. don't look now that you see all the way through especially what because you've got the pink toy and everything else yeah i mean yeah, yeah 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 that's 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 true that's pretty gruesome but what, what it did make me think was that um it it kind of made me think that vince gilligan and the writers or um must have had must be being very confident about their show at that point they must have been thinking yeah. We know that we're going to get to go to the end of the season. Well, okay, you had the whole season commissioned, but you're kind of like thinking, yeah, and I know where it's going after that as well. This isn't just yeah. one more season. And we're also, going out. Yeah. I don't mind confusing the hell out of my watch. Oh, they're going to watch this. They're not going to know. I yeah. trust them to just go with it yeah. and watch it right to the end. Yeah. Um, oh, it's just, I mean, that's what I meant, mean about it being like just a whole shed pile more confident than the first season yeah that smacks of confidence doesn't it yeah. i think that yeah oh yeah. it's um yeah no, it's really good i liked it you were you were um talking before just before we start recording about the fact we were just um seeing that brian cranston um who plays walt actually yes. directed this episode didn't he? yes yeah 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 so that was i was very surprised actually you said that because um well i suppose you just make an assumption when an actor isn't a director so actors get only get to well they may get to be directors by just getting humpy and deaverish or something and and uh but that they're in you know there is that was in no way some kind of um uh um you know narcissistic piece of vanity directing no, was it, it was, brian cranston doesn't didn't seem to be like that when no, he's something that no, way i don't think yeah. so i don't think so at all no but but really as good. you also said like despite the fact that brian cranston was directing it he seems to have picked up all of Vince Gilligan's mannerisms. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, unless, is that, I mean, unless that would be like the director of photography thing? Or, but I don't think it is. Well, I mean, there's lots of things like, I mean, you, you mentioned some of them before. The ones I was thinking of was, well, certainly the opening scenes are kind of like, that's a directorial choice, isn't it? Like having that. Yeah. Although I imagine that's probably also that a showrunning choice from, as well. Yeah, above yeah. and high, because that's. But yeah. there was also the there's the bit where Jesse's going for his money under the sink and the camera's down oh, yes. really low on the floor yeah. and he throws all the things out, out the cupboard and they all roll towards the camera. That's such yeah. a bright uh, bit of I, I did shot, love the, the the shot which had great drama in it when he's been uh, Walt has been stressed out and sitting up all night in the front room watching a car um, and Sky you know comes up talks to him and uh, you know he, he sort of says you know it's all right I don't know as she goes. He uh, puts a knife back into the knife block, and that angle, yeah. the camera is right at the bottom of the the knife block. Yeah, so yeah. that was brilliant. So you don't really see the knife till it's just right so close, and it just yeah. is um really interesting image. Yeah, but, but guess, again, another another sort another of reflection of. I mean, is that what you is that what you choose to do? Do you think when you're uh, when you've got lots of directors on a long running series, you kind of have to slightly ape what's gone before because otherwise it's going to be too jarring, isn't it? No, I mean you often it's, don't think about. Generally, no, nobody ever thought about the director of individual episodes of, um, you know, some long-running TV series. Um, the only 
any example that comes to mind is Buffy because that's obsessed by you know people you might you can find it out but you know occasionally you know oh that was directed by Joss Whedon in that one right but only a few of them were and then I don't know any kind of really insane affection that's so nowadays. so maybe when you have a long-running TV series it's more the case that the direction is more about directing the actors possibly but, oh. and maybe the direction of photography is more in charge of the look and the Oh. The camera well, actually, what I was going to say is, of course, recently that's kind of changed as well. That that now we do get more into, and I don't know enough about it, but I certainly know there's lots of people talk, people talking about guest directors on um, the American Two Detectives. True Detective. True Detectives. <laughs> yeah. And that, I had that. guest directors on it, didn't it? Yes. Don't ask me too many questions. <laughs> right. <laughs> on the first season know. with. Um, with I don't know. Okay. I <laughs> think so. I just remember hearing things about, oh, did you hear such and such did something? Right. Oh, was so whereas we can claim to have like um, fairly limited knowledge about the directions of Breaking Bad, it's fine for us on this podcast to kind of have no knowledge at all yeah. about True Detective. Yeah, yeah, it's not about True Detective. No. Yes. But um, no, I'm sure that information is available online. But um, <laughs> And maybe we'll research it a bit more next time. But, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, no, but I, I, I wondered if Brian Cranston was just thinking, well, that works for Vince Gilligan, I, I like that, I really like that, I want to do it. If anything, I thought the knife shot was more dramatic than some of the others that I've right. seen, so, um, but yeah, that was good directing. I may now watch out and see if he directs any more. He has directed quite a few of them, as far as I remember, yeah, because okay. you, can, you can see the direction. Well done, Brian. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. Um, so, um, I think I've gone through all my questions. Okay. One more question, through. just yeah. a little one, is do you think you'll ever get bored of watching an illicit chemistry montage? Because <laughs> they're great. Well, so this, today it wasn't even a, a meth montage, no, no, it was a no. ricin montage Hence today. my, my broader term of illicit chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what they do each time they have them is they really change up the music, don't they, to have like different types of... Like you, you mentioned about when um, one time a couple of episodes ago when Jesse was doing lots of uh, meth deals on the street, they had some yes. really crazy kind of Saturday music or something. 50s kind yeah. of cocktail-y, jazzy, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I didn't that's... make a note this week of what the music was behind them. Oh, I've got okay. a feeling it was. I can't well, remember. I'm, I'm not going to comment on that. I can't remember. Was, yeah. I don't know, but it was. I, I, I can't quite get to grips with why it is quite so exciting watching them, but I think it's something to do. With, oh, you know, I've heard people talk about how just watching people doing something they're good at in their work, just being something in flow yes. is a pleasure. And, and you know, I suppose montages are, well, montages often show progress, don't they? Like yeah. the exercise montage, it might show you normally go from, uh, I don't know, crap fat bloke in army camp week one to the running around like a, you know, whippersnapper in week 10 or something. But and they're not doing that, but they're just showing some sort of like... I, think, I noticed they included in this week's um, chemistry montage some slightly kooky elements to it. And I'm not sure if this is actually involved, but there was a microwave at one point, I noticed, which went ding, <laughs> like a microwave. Oh, yeah, and also a grill, I think, at one point as well. Okay. It's sort of, I, think, I think the pleasure of it for me is that you kind of feel that, because they're always wearing a mask, aren't they? And you, you kind of feel what they're doing is really quite dangerous. And if it went wrong... They'd be in quite a lot of trouble, especially with the rice in there. Yeah, but you know week. it's not. When you're watching a montage and it's jolly music, you know it's all going fine. Yes, but I'm watching them doing it really carefully and I'm kind of quite into that. I'm thinking, oh, don't slip up, all the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, 
I've got to think a bit more about that, about, about just why I love it so yeah. much. Because I can't, I can't quite put my finger on it, but I'm sure... Well, didn't you mention before reason. about how it is... And, and I think this relates back to what you're saying about Hank and his police procedural thing, isn't it? Watching people doing their job really well... Yeah. There's quite a pleasure in that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I definitely, I definitely agree about the Hank thing. There really is a pleasure in seeing his really quick police mind kind of going, yes. oh, no, I know this and this and this, and yeah. therefore this is, this is what's going on. Particularly, especially, I suppose, because yeah. he really doesn't look like he's got a quick police mind, no. does he? he no. He isn't the and, and every time um, Walt comes up with one of his, one of his um, great science skills, Jesse would yeah. yo, science, Yeah. Jesse. <laughs> It's just like you can see him going, yes, Mr. White. You know? Yes. Oh, actually, there was one of those in this episode as well. I think I made a note of it somewhere. Yes, that's right. When um, when uh, they're sort of Jesse, they're at Jesse's house, and Jesse's kind of going, oh, look, we've got to shoot him. And Walt goes, Walt goes, no, 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 no. I've got another idea. And Jesse's like, oh, thank goodness. Yes. And like we see this yeah. one. And every time he says, every time that comes up, when Jesse's kind of really pleased to get another idea, he always calls him Mr. White immediately afterwards. Yes. As though he's kind uh, of like forgotten he's not his teacher anymore. Yeah, yeah. So he's gone back to his school days. And he's like, yeah. yeah. Jesse and, and Walt's relationship feels more, they feel much more of a partnership. Yeah. They, as well, this time. Like, there were some really intense moments between them as well. There was one particularly when Jesse's first um, suggesting that they've got to kill Tuco and, and and they're talking about how they might do it and Walt's trying to get him to say how many bullets it would take and Jesse goes, yeah. you do it, you've already done it, already meaning, done meaning, it. meaning crazy eight. You did it. Yeah. Look on Walt's face as though he's yeah. been reminded of it. It was just so pain. Yeah. Oh, it was really good. Really yeah. good. And I guess also I suppose that... It could be you could have new audience members, so it's just giving people a little bit more background into what's going on as well. What well, you writing. think someone might be watching this? Oh, I, I, I can't imagine how it would be to watch this having not having seen season one. I don't know. Well, you know, I suppose some people still watch things when they're on television rather than watching box sets. I don't know. Yeah. It used to be in the past that if you had a long running series, you'd have to keep <laughs> giving people little reminders and back in two thousand and nine. Back in 2009, <laughs> back in the old days. But, it's seven years ago, though. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so I don't know. They, they obviously feel pretty confident that they're just jumping into the yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I was just thinking about, thinking about sort of good writing and good kind of subtle way of bringing things in, is the, the introduction of Walt's two phones. Is this the first time we see him with two phones, then? I think so. Yeah. First time, I mean, might have had them before, but I can't remember seeing it. I do remember his two phones are going to definitely his come into the story soon. Two phones are going to be a problem, aren't yeah. they? Um, and it's just a nice little scene where he, you know, one of them's ringing, he gets out a phone, then goes, mm, tuts, realises it's not that one, gets his other one out and answers it. I do think he's had two phones for a while, because I do remember... Um... Jesse's telling him to get a second phone, like some episodes back. Yes, I think I get do yourself, remember that. Yeah, like, get yourself a pay-as-you-go bitch or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that did come up, but I don't think I'd seen it. I don't think I was like, you know, I wasn't. Uh, aware and it's that he had it. also a good reminder that it's going to be used. It's the Chekhov gun in the first scene, isn't it? Showing that the first scene and the second scene. Yeah, the third. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not so much. It wasn't obvious. It wasn't blindingly no. obvious. I don't think. Never I, very good. I very yeah. much doubt if I'd seen it the first time I watched it, I'd have thought, yeah. oh, well, that's, I mean, that's really annoying, having two phones, but I don't think I'd have thought anything else. I would have assumed it would have just been like a little comedy moment, I think, to me, almost. Yeah. 
Not a lot of comedy this week, actually, was there, really? No, I think there was was too much drama to to shove into it this week, I think. Why am I not getting any more comedy? Why not comedy out? There's not, no, there there is comedy to come. There is comedy to come, yeah. Maybe not as much as the first season, though. Like, Mm. I mean... You do remember just how kind of draining watching this was after yeah, a while. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But anyway, we've yeah. started now. So we'll yeah. carry on. Um, no, so, I, think I think that's, that's it. That's all we had. That's, that's we, a, that's a very satisfying episode. Very though. satisfying. That's in good. a way that the last end of the last season wasn't quite satisfying. No, yeah, no, I'm, I'm just not. itching to see what Tuco does with the next episode. No, we have to wait. <laughs> yeah, because, cool. yes. So next episode we're going to have the introduction of um, Hector Salamanca as well, aren't we? First, I... first sighting. I can't remember enough, but yeah, I, I do think so. Yes. That's good. Anyway, okay, all so come. Thank you very much for listening. Thank um, you. As ever, if you've got any um, comments you'd like to leave about the podcast or... Um, anything. Or maybe. anything at all, you can find um, the think, webpage. I don't think we're going to invite you around for dinner, though, which... Did um, I say that last Ethan time? Ethan did last week, yes. I only kind of meant that if you happen I'd to be living really nearby. <laughs> no, or even there. Well, no, maybe... <laughs> but um yeah but we'd just like to hear from anyone who's yeah, listening anyway sure. particularly if you live a long way away from us in a different country yeah that would be interesting alright <laughs> yes. um, so you can find the um, Breaking Bad Rehab page on our on the website at uh, ethancrane.com that's C-R-A-N-E just follow the links to Breaking Bad Podcast or you can find Breaking Bad Rehab on Twitter you can leave us a message on there so see you next time bye bye bye